Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay. Well, I guess maybe our guest would know. You know no. That, you don't think so? I don't think so. Wow. That, that's selling them short, but as we bring them on here, yeah. maybe we should ask them that. Uh, we'll ask him. Kyle Sandy. Friend of the show. He morning. some walk-on music there. Kyle, good morning. Happy New Year. And did you hear a little back and forth? And did you um, have any sort of thoughts on Tanya Harding? Good morning, you guys. Tanya Harding now. Is that the one that did the damage to she's the She's the one who did the damage, well, yes. No, she's the one yeah. who did the hiring. Right, right, right. And that, that was her boyfriend or who was it? was her she, husband. It was someone that – her husband, yes. Yeah. Bad news back in the day, right? <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Bad news it back was, in the day. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they weren't very competent. Just a little bit of bad news. That's <laughs> not good. Not good, man. Are you doing this morning? Yeah, man. I'm okay. I'm okay. I got a couple hours of sleep. I saw a lot of good basketball yesterday. And uh, 2024, New Year is here. So I am doing well, you guys. Fantastic. Fantastic. I was explaining to Greg how we get to the first of the year, the calendar changes, and we started getting into more of our, you know, the, the region schedules. But there are still some great events to take place. And, boy, they had one yesterday out at Grayson. Yeah, the Grayson New Year's Classic has quickly become um, must-see basketball for any basketball fan in the state of Georgia. When you turn over that calendar year and get into January, um, there's no better way to tip off uh, the new year with great boys basketball than at the Grayson New Year's. Uh, classic. We had really the top teams in the state of Georgia play. We saw Grayson in action. They they picked up a 17-point win over North Broward Prep. McEachern uh, took care of business against Alexander, 58-46. We get to see Ace Bailey put up 19 points and 13 rebounds, a five-star commit going to Rutgers, and then even the, the third, I guess you could say the big game out of the, the, the last three out of the seven, uh, Wheeler was able to hold off Langston Hughes 64-59. So really, the best of the best in the state of Georgia on the boys' side were in action yesterday at Grayson. It was a great event, and it was a packed house. Hey, hey, Kyle, tell me about this tournament because I've never heard of that before. Uh, for those in our audience who haven't either, why Grayson, and how long has this tournament been going on? Oh, Grayson obviously is uh, when you think about high school basketball. In the state of Georgia, Grayson has really become one of the powerhouses in the state, a, a national powerhouse now nationally ranked for the past few years. Uh, they've been really, really good. So Coach Joffrey Pearson Company have decided to just put on that event. When you have a great program like that, you can attract talent to come over to your own location, and they want to tip it off and get after it. And this has been going on, it's not super long, maybe three or four years now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but obviously it's grown and grown and grown and gotten bigger and bigger and bigger uh, with some great attractions. And the thing I like about it the most uh, is it's pretty much all Georgia teams. You, you had North Broward Prep come up from Florida. But other than that, like it's, it's the best of the best in Georgia. And I love watching my GHSA hoops 
Um, so if you're a fan of tracking even the state rankings, all these teams, we have multiple number one ranked teams, a couple teams ranked number two. Uh, they are really all on display at Grayson. Uh, so Coach Pearson's staff has done a great job of building this up, and uh, they have the star power there, so why not go come support? You homer. <laughs> <laughs> and, he doesn't, and, and he doesn't apologize no, for know, it. Like Harry Carey. <laughs> he does not apologize oh. for it, folks. That's Kyle Sandy, and he is social. You can always find him at Kyle Sandy 355 at Kyle Sandy 355. Greg and I were both looking at your, at your, at your rankings and, and um, as we go into the first of the year. And some familiar faces are there, but there are some other teams that are doing some good things. You mentioned Alexander, um, you know, and, and, and the fact that they, they lost, but they're still having a fantastic start to their, to their season. Um, thoughts about this team and, you know, going forward from there, what, what, what are you looking for? Yeah, 6A is a really interesting classification this year. Of course, it, it feels like Alexander is the favorite. They won the state title last year. Coach Jason Slate's got a lot of talent on that roster. Braden Liu uh, going to Kennesaw State is a, a, a star power player, a, a six foot eight senior that can do a, uh, pretty much everything on the floor. But they added Jermaine Freeman from South Cobb, a really good shooter. Alan Stoddard moved in. From New Manchester, he supplied a, a lot of athleticism and length around the rim. And then Gregory Dunson, the sophomore guard, he's really elevated his play to the next level. So Alexander, it feels like uh, they're the team to beat, but Shiloh's been really, really good in Class 6A. Uh, but then after that, you know, Langston Hughes has been tough, but it's been a really a wide-open field, it feels like. Outside of the top two, really, of Alexander and Shiloh, who seem like they might be a slight cut above the rest, um, I always have a hard time filling out the top 10 in 6A because everybody beats everybody, and it's just a lot of great parity. So I think when we fast forward into March, we might see some teams in that Final Four that you don't necessarily always see playing uh, deep into the season. So that's a classification to keep an eye on. If you're a fan of one of these teams in the top 10, outside of the top 10, if you're a good program, you have a really great shot of taking a deep run this year. So that's going to be a classification to keep an eye on. Kyle Sandy is joining us here. Always check out Sandy Spiel uh, when you want to know about anything going on here in the state of Georgia, in high school basketball, boys and girls. And before we get to the girls, I got a question for you, something that you mentioned a second ago. Because Sam has educated me in high school football and where this state traditionally ranks second, third, whatever, you know, depending on who you talk to. Where is that for um, high school boys basketball? As far as the national rank, you talked about Grayson being one of those national powers. I was just curious, as far as when you talk about high school basketball around the country, you know, where where are the areas, where are the locations, where are the states that are at the top? I would like to think Georgia is easily top five in the nation. Of course, you got your Californias are huge. They're always going to have good teams. Texas, big state. Florida's really tough, but Georgia – when, you know, when I think about high school basketball, legitimate high school teams, not IMG Academy and Montverde and all these, you know, prep schools that pop up and they take kids from all over the state and all over the country and national programs that, you know, really uh, bastardize the idea of high school basketball. You grow up here, you play here. Now, I know, of course, we have a lot of transfers in the GHSA, but these kids are going to high school and it's, you know, academics first and then athletics. When it comes to just straight high schools, I think Georgia's the best when it comes to high school basketball in the entire nation, just because you, we don't have these pop-up prep schools that come open and then kids come in from 
all over the place. For the most part, these are legitimate high schools. I can go to Grayson. I can walk the halls. I can see the classrooms. These are real high schools. Kids <laughs> are getting an education, and they're having a great time earning scholarships in basketball as well. So I really do think when you talk about just true high schools, uh, Georgia's the best bar none in my opinion. Boy, okay, now, 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 the guy on the other side of the glass from us here now, you don't know Eric Slaughter, is from the Baltimore area. And the folk up there kind of think they, their high school basketball has been something kind of special for a long time. And he's sitting over there. he got a little smile on his face, Kyle. <laughs> I don't know what Kyle knows about Dunbar and Lake Clifton and, uh, you know, DeMatha and all those schools up there. You know a little bit about that, Kyle? I heard about those teams. Sometimes they come to Georgia and, you know, they, they get handled by these Georgia teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good. He said get handled. They're good historic programs. I will, I will give you that. But I think the depth of what Georgia has, and, again, Georgia, GHSA, we have rules. Some teams abide by them. Some teams don't. It's <laughs> supposed to be the wild, wild west of moving and transferring and stuff. And I'm sure in some of these other – States is a little bit more lax than maybe what we have here in Georgia, but I'll put our top Georgia teams up against anybody, and you see it with Grayson when they play that national schedule. You see it with McEachern. You see it with the Kells of the world. Uh, we have some really, really good programs that can compete with pretty much anybody in the entire country. That would be a heck of a basketball showdown, Georgia versus DMV. You know, Georgia versus happen. DMV matchup. You, you know what happen. I mean? I think we make that mm-hmm. happen. And then we bring all the alumni back because the DMV alumni versus the state of Georgia alumni, that would be a heck of an alumni game, Yeah, it would. Too. Yeah, it would. The yeah, question would. is, on which team, and a lot of people don't know this, on which team would the Wilkins brothers play for? Because we claim them in the yeah, I DMV. Know. I know. Yeah, okay. A lot of okay. people don't realize that, but okay. those are our guys. <laughs> you My know? thing is I'm surprised that he didn't mention two areas. One was New York because you just the perception of, you know, just schoolyard basketball and, and everything that they have. Well, up it's there. playground, but when the but, schools, most of the schools, when you hear Horizon, uh, uh, are, are, are private schools. Okay, again, I, I was mo- surprised for the, for about the most that. Part and the other state I was surprised he didn't mention was Indiana. Yep, or yeah. Indiana or Kentucky. Yeah, well, where, or, or where Kentucky. are they equal to, below, or above Georgia? Would you say the traditional powers, or at least have been? Yeah, it's it's a completely different style of basketball. When I've talked to high school coaches and even scouts, like it's a different style of ball. When you get up to those Midwest states, um, three-point shooting and just the execution oh, level is yeah. usually through the roof. Yep. When you come to Georgia, you have you know a little maybe a little bit more size, more athleticism, more up and down style of play. Of course, we have the shot clock here, which changes things. So sometimes when you see when these teams go to these out-of-state tournaments. They go to these states where they don't have the shot clock, and then it's just a, a little bit of a different feel. It's a little bit slower. These teams are more methodical with their offense. There is very good basketball being played in those states, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, and like I said, they can really space the floor and, and hit some outside shots, and they have some guys that are dual-sport athletes as well that come off the football field and make a really big impact. But when you kind of blend it all together, like I think the best of the best, is going to be here in Georgia, but there's some terrific coaches, great programs out in those Midwest states as well. And that, that always leads to some very interesting um, matchups and everything like that. But we just saw, like, Kel, I believe they went to the Arby's Classic, and they, they cruised their way to the uh, the title, winning that, that tournament over there. Um, but, yeah, that is a, a differing brand of basketball. And it's just something that our teams necessarily don't see all that much. Yeah. Um, but it does make, you know, they say styles make fights. And I do think if we got up there and played some of these top teams, and like you said, Indiana, Kentucky, 
um, there would be some really good games there. They like to run the picket fence and they don't get caught watching the paint dry. <laughs> uh, 100%. <laughs> um, Douglas this week, uh, the, the 3A, Douglas and Sandy Creek will play this weekend. We, we, once again, we get into the region games, and, you know, sometimes we don't have the intriguing matchups, but that's a pretty good one here starting the early part of the region schedule. Yeah, you're right. That that whole Region 5, Sandy Creek, Cedar Grove, Douglas, that's 1, 2, and 3 in Class 3A as far as the top 10 goes. Um, you know, Douglas heading into this week, I don't know what they did off the top of my head. I'll do some research on that. But they were 11 and 7. Uh, Cedar Grove was 8 and 5. Sandy Creek was 10 and 2. And you, you say, oh, 11 and 7, 8 and 5. Cedar Grove and Douglas and Sandy Creek, of course, for that matter, they've all played really, really tough non-region opponents. There's only four teams in that region, so they have so many games to play within the non-region schedule. So they're they're going to be tough. Douglas and Cedar Grove, they have some transfers that moved in this offseason that has really bolstered up that uh, lineup for both respective programs to kind of be able to compete with Sandy Creek. But mm-hmm. that round one of seeing Douglas and what they're going to be able to do, uh, Noah Treadwell transferred in over there. They got a, a couple other good players. The McHale brothers are really tough. Um, that is going to be a really nice measuring stick match. And they want to see where they're at when they play uh, a team like Sandy Creek. Because Sandy Creek, uh, they just romped their way to the state title last year in Class 3A, blew out Cedar Grove. They beat them, I think it was four times last year maybe, and all those times were by about 25 or more. Um, so that is going to be a, g- a good first opening salvo to see just how far off maybe Cedar Grove and Douglas, if they're far off at all, when they play Sandy Creek. Yep, that's coming up on Tuesday. All right, next weekend's going to be a big weekend, King Holiday weekend. Uh, awful lot of great high school basketball. But, Kyle, we appreciate you getting up and spending some time with us. Yeah, we need more time morning. with you. Yeah, man. Because he, he, he's, his contempt for the overall sport was heard loud and clear. And were this real sports, we do a deeper dive. Uh, yeah, we find out. We we press him about that. What do you mean? Some of these schools aren't. Uh, education doesn't come first. Oh boy. Yeah. See, <laughs> you he knows. Get me in trouble now. It's like when Mike Wallace used to knock on the door. <laughs> Check out your <laughs> hey man, enjoy the rest of your weekend, Kyle. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you guys. Happy New Year. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.